hello and welcome or welcome back to the Strategic Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Blue, and I am a business astrologer here to help you bring astrology into your business strategy so that you can grow and scale with the cosmos. I'm so excited for today's episode because it is officially Aquarius season and there is so much wisdom that the next um, 30 something days are going to have for us. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the archetype of Aquarius and what it has to teach us as business owners. What are the major transits that you can look forward to in Aquarius season? And of course, how you can use this astrological season as a business owner. So let's get into it. So we are officially in Aquarius season at the time of this recording dropping live. And I'm really, really here for it. Capricorn season this year has felt like a real introduction into utilizing the darkness and the calm of winter to assess what it is that we truly need in order to continue forward. And so now that we have moved through that winter of Capricorn and we are now firmly in Aquarius season, it's time to take those lessons and transform them into action, but very like strategic action that is going to impact the collective and ultimately like the future that we want to build. So before we go any further, it is so important that we talk about the archetype of Aquarius and why it's so important because it is the 11th zodiac sign for a reason and there's so much wisdom to be learned from the archetype of Aquarius. So like I mentioned, Aquarius is the 11th zodiac sign. It is known as the water bearer and it is actually an air sign. This is something that when I was doing research for this episode, there were so many you would not believe. There were so many posts on like, why is Aquarius an air sign if it's represented by the water bearer? Why is it not a water sign? (laughs) Which I just think is so interesting. Um, Yeah, because when we think about it, right, Aquarius is known as a water bearer, but it's actually really fitting for it to be a fixed air sign specifically because Aquarius is very confident in the knowledge that it is a mass. If we think about the zodiac signs in like a logistical order, starting with Aries, right, being the very first sign of Zodiac, and Pisces being the 12th and final sign. You can think about it like this. Each Zodiac sign, as we move forward with the season, they have a particular wisdom that they have gained from the signs former to it. So within Aquarius, being the 11th sign, being fixed air, fixed modality, being where we are confident and firm in our knowing. There's no second guessing and we are committed to the process of bringing it forward and then air the element representing ideas, communication, theory, logic, what it is that we have in our heads. This modality and this element together both come 
they come forward and they encourage us to take the wisdom that we have amassed and do something with it. So it actually makes sense because when we think about the image of the water bearer, water is literally pouring out of the jug and it is being returned back to the earth. Or we can think of it in a sense of like it is being returned to the collective, the community, to those that need it so that they can be nourished and hydrated, literally. So again, this is so fitting to Aquarius and the Aquarian archetype because Aquarius is the great humanitarian. It is the sign of the people, we the people, right? And most importantly, and I think this is my favorite phase of the Aquarian archetype, Aquarius is the futurist. So it is all about, yes, like taking the wisdom and what has been gained from the previous 10 signs of the zodiac and moving through those seasons. But now within this sign in particular, it is looking towards the future. It is thinking about how will the actions that we are participating in today, how will it impact future generations? And how can we stand grounded enough within the present in order to improve the future? Aquarius has this reputation for being cold and standoffish, but I think it's misunderstood in the sense that Aquarius is actually very grounded. Aquarius as an archetype, care so much about people that it is thinking about the collective over the individual. And actually, when we look at this from a astrological standpoint, Aquarius is the transitioning point as well from the material realm of Capricorn into the next dimension where Aquarius and ultimately Pisces reside and rule over. So detachment is a huge theme that comes up for the Aquarian archetype. In order to transcend to that next level, we have to be willing to detach ourselves from the personal connection. Not in the sense that like we no longer care, but it's like, how can I detach myself enough so that I can move forward and support these goals, particularly when it comes to being a humanitarian, thinking about the collective and the impact and the consequences that the actions that you take today will have for future generations. So merging together that humanitarian and that futurist side to Aquarius. So this is a really powerful archetype that we all have in our chart, of course, and that it is important for us to think about because none of us exist in silos. Everything that we do impacts other people. And so we can learn so much from Aquarius and particularly where Aquarius falls in your chart will also play a huge role in where you may feel more inclined to express and lean into these traits in your own life. So I do recommend that you check out your chart and see which of the 12 houses Aquarius falls in. This will tell you a lot more about the particular themes where 
you'll be feeling the pull for Aquarius to come forward for you. So I also want to talk about the major transits that are happening this Aquarius season so that you can prepare for them and use it to your full advantage. So of course we have the very start of Aquarius season, January 20th. This is when the sun is moving into Aquarius, but this Aquarius season, it is very special because on January 20th, we actually have a Sun-Pluto conjunction that's happening, starting the long-awaited Pluto and Aquarius transit that will be happening for the next few years. So if you want to hear more about that, check out the previous episode on the astrology of 2024, where I actually go more in depth on what Pluto and Aquarius has in store for us. But this is a fresh beginning, especially for fixed signs. So that is Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, of course. If you have these signs in major placements in your chart, particularly the angles, your ascendant, descendant, IC, or MC, then this is a really important transit for you because the last few years, you've just been going through it. We've been going through it. (laughs) I have fixed signs on my angles too, so I totally get it. So this is a fresh new beginning. We're moving out of Pluto being in Capricorn since 2018. It's moving into Aquarius where it's really going to shake up those themes, those Aquarius themes for us. And with the sun joining Aquarius in this house, there's going to be a particular illumination. Like you probably already have a good idea as to where the shifting is going to happen. That is a really good thing. So think about it as a fresh new beginning and also considering the lessons that you've learned from where Pluto has been in your Capricorn house for the last few years as well. Like what are the things that you've learned and how can you bring that with you into the Aquarian house in your chart? Okay, cool. So the next major transit that we have on January 25th, there's going to be a full moon in Leo. This is really fun. I'm really excited for this. I'll be doing a full moon breakdown on my astrology and business email series, if you want to check that out, where I'm going to be talking about each full moon and new moon that's going to be happening this year. But I'm particularly excited for this. This is our first full moon of 2024. And what's really interesting is that this full moon in particular is going to be wrapping up the themes from last year's Venus and Leo retrograde that happened. So we're going to see a closure and nice wrapping up of those themes and how we can move and bring them forward in the house where you have Leo in your chart. All right, next on January 27th, Uranus is going to be going direct. So this is really exciting because this is the final, um, planet retrograde that we're going to have for the beginning of the year. So we're going into this really nice energy. We're done with retrograde, with planetary retrogrades for the time being. We're done with shadow periods. And there's going to be a time between January 27th and April 1st, where absolutely all the planets are going to be direct. This is really special. So if you've been feeling really stuck when it comes to beginning of the year planning and just feeling motivated to like officially start 2024, 
this is actually the time the best time of the year for you to make those plans and actually begin to execute them with all the planets being direct for this time period there's going to be a collective sense of forward momentum we're all going to be really looking towards the future and again just like really excited to hit the ground running to take action so if you've been feeling like you want to intuitively go into this year feeling like when is the best time you're gonna feel that motivation naturally rise for you between January 27th and April 1st so this is a really good time to solidify if you haven't already your 2024 goals and to actually begin to execute them especially when it comes to your quarter one maybe beginning of quarter two uh, planning so now we're getting into some of the transits that are going to be happening in February so on February 5th Mercury is going to be entering Aquarius Mercury is the planet of ideas communication thoughts um, and commerce as well So with Mercury moving into Aquarius, this is going to be a really interesting time to lean into Aquarian ideas within your marketing, your content, but particularly like as it affects commerce as well for business owners, how can you lean into Aquarian themes with not just how you're making your offers, but like where your money is actually going and what you're doing with the financial support that you are getting. Those are going to be really interesting things to lean into. On February 13th, Mars is going to enter Aquarius as well. Mars being the planet of power, planning, strategic planning specifically, motivation, right? So in really like the driver and the action taker of the personal planets, So with it leaning into Aquarius, Mars actually doesn't like to be in Aquarius all that much. So this is going to be really interesting with the merging of like where you know that you want to take action, but maybe where you can feel some of those restrictions with taking action and what are the conflicts? What are the restraints? What are the things that are holding you back from being able to move forward and to take action in the ways that you are envisioning, right? And how can you even be okay with taking action and knowing that it may not line up in particular with like the image that you have in your head? Like the product, the end result may not be attainable for you right now in this moment, but like, can you be okay with that? Can you be satisfied with being proud of yourself for simply taking the action in the first place to lay the foundation for you to get to that end goal that you have in your head at some point because you took that first step now and during this period where Mars is going to be in Aquarius that is going to be I think a really big lesson to consider in this transit and then on February 16th At the tail end of Aquarius season, we're going to have Venus entering Aquarius. So Venus being a really powerful sign when it comes to attraction, romance, um, love, beauty, those kinds of things. With it being an Aquarius, it's like our attraction, our the weird, the occult, the 
things that are different, right, are going to really be heightened. So you can totally use this as a business owner. How can you lean into that in order to attract and call in your best fit clients? Like how can you really utilize your own weirdness for the collective good? That is, I think, something really fun to play with. And of course, like, If these placements are already in your chart, so if you naturally have Aquarius in Mercury, Mars, Venus, if you already have a Leo moon, right, you're going to be feeling these transits a whole lot more. So get excited for that. I always treat whenever there's a planetary return that is occurring, meaning that the transit that is happening already is in your chart those can also be used as fresh starts new beginnings for you so how can you plan accordingly for that and to use that energy to redirect and get more in alignment with where you want to be so how do you use Aquarius season as a business owner whether you have personal placements in Aquarius or not for me the theme that keeps coming up is Use your weirdness for the collective good. With Aquarius being the humanitarian futurist, there's an encouragement that this sign and this archetype has for all of us in that we're meant to do our own thing, right? I often hear from people that have prominent Aquarius placements. So like if you're Aquarius rising or sun or moon, particularly rising or sun, there's this innate trend center energy that's happening all the almost all the Aquarian risings and suns that I know in my personal life have always been natural trendsetters have always been like light years ahead of what everybody else is doing and then by the time everybody else caught up it's like they're already on to the next thing and that's one of the things that I personally really admire about Aquarian energy it's this confidence of knowing like the validation is It starts from within. The validation doesn't come from, is the audience ready for this? Is the collective ready for this? No, I am. So I'm going to go ahead and move forward and everybody else can catch up. And I trust that everyone else, else will catch up. And as a business owner, that's such an important lesson to carry into the work that we're doing. So often we're looking to the market to validate what it is that we want to be doing when it's like, It's the other way around. Our desire to do the thing is confirmation enough that it needs to be out there. And the more that we can solidify our own lane and to trust that instinctive draw to our niche or specialty or whatever it is that we want to be doing, like that's when the confirmation will come. The audience will come. The people that need it will seek us out. They'll find us. We'll build a community around it. And then it is that weirdness. It is that courage to take the path less walked that will allow us to be able to move forward and to bring the success that we're craving into our business. So as a business owner, how can you lean more into that, especially this season? How can you use your weirdness Maybe literally, right? Like maybe you're literally a weird person and you're just like afraid of making that more known because maybe it's not 
super nicheable or marketable or it's not like something you can package in a very boxed in way within the algorithm like okay cool how can you lean more into that how can you show more of your personality literally in your marketing and your content and let your best fit clients know like hey this is what I'm about these are my values this is what you're getting when you're working with me it's not just the expert of the knowledge within my niche or my area of expertise like you're also getting me the person who stands for this like how can you use that and use it for the collective good to create community around the values that you hold as a business owner, the values that you have within your business, what it is that you know is so important and like ultimately your why, why you started this business to begin with. Why are you doing this work? Why does it matter? Why should people give a fuck? That is, I think, the best use of the Aquarian archetype. And over this next Aquarius season, how can you lean more into that? How can you use that to make the world a better place by using the gifts that are already within you and within your chart to create a better future? All right. So that is absolutely everything I have for you in today's episode. Make sure that you check out the show notes for all the links to all the things that we talked about. And if you want to dive deeper into this and maybe get more specific into how you can utilize Aquarius season with your personal birth chart, make sure that you book an astrology reading with me. Links to that as well as everything that was mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode. Bye.